Welcome to Long Distance Listening, a music podcast. Hello and welcome to Long Distance Listening. I'm Andrew. And I'm Nate. Welcome to our Hannah Jadagu episode where we will be talking about Hannah Jadagu's latest album, Aperture. Um, it is her first full length, I'm fairly certain. Um, I believe yes. she had an EP a little while back, but this is her first full length album. So this might be the first time you're hearing Hannah's name. This might be the first time you're listening to her music and we welcome you in. This is also, at least for me, my first time listening to her music. So uh, yeah, just really excited to talk about her music and specifically this album. If you haven't had a chance to listen to the album, you can pause the podcast, go listen to it a little bit, come back and hear our thoughts. But we're just going to give some general thoughts on Aperture, um, likes, any dislikes, um, thoughts about uh, Hannah, her career, her past, her future, all that fun stuff. Um, and <laughs> we're fortune tellers. I know, right? Um the other thing that I, I found interesting and a little peel behind the curtain here is um, usually when Nate and I record, we are recording two episodes in one night. We try to do do that. That way we don't have to record every week. We can record every other week. That works better for our schedules. little peek behind the curtain. Um, and so is looking up some stuff about Hannah Jadagu and um, found out that she has toured and co-headlined with beach fossils. Nate, did you know that? <laughs> no, I did not. That's pretty sick, though. The reason it's pretty funny is the episode that we record after we talk about Hannah Jadagu is beach fossils. So if you show. are listening, we almost never... It would be a great show. Yep. Yeah, but we almost never like tease our next episode in case maybe an interview comes up or... Um, I don't know. Nate was just cussing the whole time. We're like, yeah, we can't even release that. Whatever it is. Yeah. Um, we, what the deuce? We, <laughs> come on, Nate. Are we going to start all over again? Are you cussing <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> that reminds me of Fantastic Mr. Fox, which we That's can talk about it. later. Is that? Oh, I love it. Oh, yeah. That um, movie's coded. It's so good. Um, but yeah, that's that's a little um, both peek behind the curtain and also a tease for our next episode. So uh, after you listen to Hannah Jadagu, uh, start listening to Beach Fossil's latest album. That way you're prepared for next episode. Um, but Nate, how about you start us off just real quick? How did you find Hannah Jadagu? Yeah, so every week I've been a lot more faithful with this the past this year i think yeah i'll go through apple music's um just like newly released records in probably like 10 different genres um i like pick my favorite genres and or just genres that i want to grow in terms of like my my listening uh with and so I saw this record. I forget what category it was under. It could have been under indie, but actually, I honestly don't even think it was under indie. I think it was under alternative. Yeah. Um, and I remember, so like what I'll do is to try and this is actually, yeah, speaking of a, this is like the curtain of my mind. <laughs> I won't listen to the first track when I'm going through albums like this because it's just a big risk. 
to misjudge what a record is yeah. or what an artist is even or a sound. Yeah. And so I will skip like a few songs in and be on like song three or song four usually. And, mm-hmm. and usually those are like heavy hitters for artists too. And so for me, I went to what you did yeah. and I had been listening like to a lot of music and we've both been listening to a lot of music like Han- Hannah's music overall yeah. the past couple of years. Yeah. Um, and we even mentioned, you mentioned beach fossils even now, like we're still listening to like music in the same world, yeah. but it's, it's what you did like stood out to me so much because of just how heavy it was. And I was like, this is indie rock, Mm -hmm. but it is in your damn face. Mm -hmm. It is right up there. And it stood out to me so much and I was so captivated by it. And so then I listened and then I sent it to you right away. Or I basically, I sent it to you a few songs in. I was like, Hey, I'm a few songs in, but I am pretty sure I'm going to like the whole thing. And then after I was like, okay, I like the whole thing, not to give anything away, but, but yeah, that's kind of the story really pretty simple. And I like the sucker that I am when Nate sent it to me, I started at track one, like in, idiot (laughs) but um but yeah all right so do you want to give just some general overarching thoughts on on um when you listen to to it more your thoughts do you want me to give my first reaction yeah i I want you to give your first reaction first and then i'll kind of respond to that yeah yeah i I'm not positive if I responded in text this way, but I listened first three tracks probably um, and responded like, yeah, like, or maybe I didn't even respond to you in text. I can't remember if I responded in text or I just listened and I was like, oh, yeah, this will this will work, basically. Um, And you mentioned over the last few years. I don't know what to call this because I want to say this is indie alternative, but there's also kind of some like bedroom pop yeah, yeah yeah in there too i would i would say that's probably what i define her style as but it's a little louder than bedroom pop usually would go um yeah at least for certain tracks not not all of them um but but it felt really comforting really easy to listen to um it didn't feel like one of those albums that i needed to listen to it a bunch of times before I got it. It felt like an album I could kind of listen to right away and be like, I get it. Um, And then you kind of cross your fingers and hope that there's more depth there, especially when you do an episode like this that that you try to dive a little deeper and you hope there's depth, and I do believe there is. But right away I was like, well, we try to do artists that we believe are underrated and music that we like. So... If you've already told me, hey, she's not Taylor Swift currently, I'm like, okay, she's underrated. Um, everyone besides Taylor Swift is underrated. That's that's my <laughs> my bar. Um, but um, as long as she fits that and I like it, it's good enough for an episode. So um, I think first time listening through it, I 
got stuck at the song Say It Now. It's probably an early yeah. favorite of mine. I love that track. Um, but yeah, this this album has its ups and downs as far as how loud it gets. Um, there are some heavier tracks. There's obviously some very soft tracks. But like one of my favorite artists of the last, I don't know how many, uh, five, six years has been Japanese House. And there's mm. definitely so many like Japanese House vibes. Yeah, on this that's a record. great point. Yeah, Japanese House has a new album here in the works. I mean, coming out soon here, I believe. Um, yeah. And uh, and some new tracks. And it's just, I don't know, anything that can get me in those feels, uh, like Mini Trees does a great job um, with that same similar style. Um, but yeah, I had not heard of Hannah. I did look up, sometimes I'm lazy with looking up, like where someone's album that we're reviewing is in their discography. And I was surprised to see she just had an EP before this, but this is her first full length because it just, it feels, it's so smooth. It's very consistent as an album. There's no bad songs for me. And I'm just, yeah, I am impressed by um, that for a debut record. Um Japanese House is, it comes out on the 30th. So when we're recording this, it's about two weeks away. And when this is released, It'll it's probably out basically out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. It was funny when you were saying, you're like, yeah, we record twice, tw- uh, twice a night. So we don't have to record every week. Yeah. That would put us on like a week, an, an episode a week track. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we have like three episodes this year so far i'll take <laughs> we're like, on that but yeah. and, and and we're like half and we're like halfway through the year yeah and i'm i'm just gonna blame there hasn't been enough great albums or ones worth talking about um which Dude, obviously we, i don't we literally only have three three episodes if, if we're talking year? about like oh albums Oh, I we guess, do. Yeah, we, have, we do have uh, some list stuff. Yeah, but yeah. There you go. So, anyways, we been three good albums this year. <laughs> we can we can agree. This is number four. That's why we're doing it. Um, but yeah, hopefully we'll record more. But yeah, well, what uh, what you said, Andrew? Uh, there's a few things I want to piggyback off of. Yeah. Um, the so her EP. Let's talk about that real quick. Yes. She recorded that on her iPhone the whole thing that's crazy so when you go back and listen to it um, you definitely it does not sound pristine obviously but when you know it was recorded on a phone it sounds absolutely pristine and incredible it's just like especially stylistically because like you said the the bedroom pop DIY indie rock is meant to be more rough around the edges sound, uh, sound more like home studio in terms of its, uh, in terms of its like production and everything. Um, but, and I think she did this whole record herself. The biggest difference was that she had like access to a studio and to more instruments, um, and everything. And, Dude, she 
you bring up Japanese house, I didn't think of that because I don't think she writes songs like Japanese house. Like, I think she's more like a soccer mommy or something like that in terms of her songwriting. Yep. But her production, I think is spot on, like in terms of Japanese house where there's been not, and this isn't meant to be throw shade. It's just like different styles. So like soccer mommy, for instance, rarely is there a time where my mind is like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. It's, it sounds wicked good. It sounds really creative. It sounds like awesome, but almost every Japanese house song, at least on the last record, you're like, what the hell is going on? And yet it still sounds so clean and like, it's not, um, it doesn't push you away. The songs, I mean, they might at first, but Overall, I think they're very accessible and easy to get into. And I think that's the perfect comp for Hannah because she, like, does these just weird-ass things yeah. that you would never think of, I feel like. So, to to uh, for me, in terms of, like, listening to the record for the first time, when the moment where I was like, oh, this girl is, like, special in my mind... And obviously she's special from the day she was born, like not trying to make a more like existential talk about who she is as a person, but special for me in terms of who I like type of person I want to listen to was in the middle of six months when dude, that like section, I don't even know what to call that section where it's like, do, 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 do. And then it repeats in the, like, the music and the drums, like, turn over in this, like, weird way. It's like I've never heard anything like that. Like, it it was just like, holy shit, like, this is different. Um, And that was, I think, when I sent it to you. And I was like, the second I heard that, I was like, oh, I got to send this to Andrew because this girl, she's she's different. So I uh, and I think to connect to like further our conversation about more specifics on the record. Yes. That section, as well as so many other parts, what I love about this record and why. I we are not the biggest nerds for like indie rock. I bet you even people listening right now more know more than us about DIY uh, stuff. But to me, based on what's come out recently and where the genre can go, mm-hmm. I almost feel like she has the opportunity to be revolutionary yeah. in terms of how forward, how drum forward the music can be yes dude these drums just punch and punch and punch and they're so forward and they're so creative and obviously you know a lot more of like the nuance that's going on but just me as somebody who doesn't really understand the ins and outs of what's happening she just like i think it's a big risk to be that intense with the drums and they're just so present in the mix and I, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I very much agree. I think, um, some of the drum 
recording and even sound effects were reminding me of like Justin Bieber. I know that's like the worst thing to say in a certain sense, but I really feel like the drums are that very big, like big pop grooves. And I'm thinking of like Justin Bieber when he had um, Skrillex helping. Yeah, where, like the drums just get really big, and there's some maybe massive synths behind the drums too, where like the swells and the grooves are just these huge, tight grooves. Um, and I do feel like that's where it's hard to say she's bedroom pop because that almost feels like that's the approach that the songs would be written. Like you almost feel like each song could actually be stripped down to just a guitar or a piano, and it would sound great. Right. Yeah. But the production is what takes it to the next level of it sounds huge. It sounds like a full band. Um, I even did find um, she had done this like live like show. I forget what what it was called. I apologize. But it's basically just her and her guitar singing. And it was super good. Great vibe. Like she's really good live just with those. But. I don't know. Her music feels more like it's a band. Like, it's actually interesting, now that I'm thinking about it, that, like, Amber, who is... I'm pretty sure it's Amber, who's um, Japanese house. She has, like, a band name, even though it's her music, right? Mm -hmm. And even Soccer Mommy, that's not actually... Her first name is not Soccer, her last name is not Mommy, right? Like, she chose this band name, I think, in some ways, because... The music has a band feel a little bit more. But what's actually interesting is that Hannah goes by her name, but it really does have a band feel. It feels huge. Yeah. Um, which just in some ways makes it feel more impressive. Because when you hear, oh, Japanese House has a new song and you listen, there's a part of you that can very easily assume, like, oh, it's the same band. So, like, if the drums do something really cool and unique, there's a part of the, you that could just be like, oh, that's her drummer. Yeah. Right? Like you just assume it's a band or, or something because of the name. Where everything interesting happening on this album almost feels like it has to tie back to her name because you have no other context of who's helping her, what else is happening. And yeah. there might be people well worth getting credits um, besides Hannah on this album, but it just feels like everything ties back to her because of her just choosing to release music full full band sounding music under her own name so i just i do think that's interesting yeah and you know i can give you the credits right now it's produced by jake aaron or aaron a aaron it wouldn't be a aaron because it's just aaron um hannah and then max robert baby which dude that's such a cool name, Max that Robert is. Baby. I'm about to change my name. Oof. Imagine if Nathan I start and baby. I go, I go, hello and welcome to Long Distance Listening. My name is Max Robert Baby. <laughs> and then you can go and say whatever the heck your stupid name is compared to that. I would go by Big Cat Chancy. <laughs> Okay. Okay, that's that's way cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's pretty okay. impressive. I just came up with that. Um, so, <laughs> so then the, the whole record is written by Hannah. Then it's mixed. The mix engineer is Marcus Lennon. Label Sub Pop. 
And then for composer, it's just her. So I'm pretty sure she's played and written literally everything on this record. It's more help, a little bit of help with production and mixing. Um, so yeah, crazy though. Um, so let's get into uh, let's get into uh, specific like the track listing overall and and potentially specific songs in there. You you started off by saying there's those highs and lows. I think this is an example. And look, I don't think this is the perfect album, but I don't know if you could have track listed it any better. No. I think based on the songs that are here yep. is perfectly laid out. Yeah. Um, and obviously that's like just our taste or just my taste. Um, people might disagree, but I think she hit it out of the park in terms of the track listing. Yeah, I agree. I think an album like this usually, I don't know, one of the things we did one of our last uh, times recording was just talking about first half, second half. The fact that you were able to skip a few songs in and be hooked there is obviously a great sign for the album and the strength because I think just naturally people put their best songs first, if possible, right? Um, At least the ones they think will hook people the most first. So naturally, it feels like second half doesn't get the love because that's kind of where you bury. Maybe there's some hidden gems in there, but like, you bury some of the tracks you're not positive about later. Um, but I don't get any of the feeling of burying any tracks later. It doesn't feel like she is like, she feels very confident with each track and its placement. And I think the middle section is my favorite section of the album, even though I really like early and I really like late. I feel like middle by the time you kind of settle into the album is really where it finds its groove and you kind of just get lost in it at that point. So I, I agree with track listing. Um, honestly, it's just so impressive for a first full length album. There's 12 tracks. It's not even like it's only 10 or something. And she's just barely squeaking out. Like there's confidently 12 tracks in here. None of them are crazy long. The longest we have is, a little over four minutes. Um, but I don't know. It's it's such a good album. Another thing I really like is her melodies. I think she keeps it interesting in every song. And I think that's tough to do. Yeah. I think it's... it's I don't want to say it's easy. I think it's hard enough to come out with a sound that's unique and is interesting... But then to follow up that sound with actually, like, interesting melody is that much harder. And I'm saying it because I found, or I've been listening to another indie artist who's very similar to her recently. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, wicked cool aesthetic, wicked cool vibes, and, like, sounds so nice. But I'm just missing the melody. And with Hannah, you don't, for the most part, I feel like on every track... She keeps you interested and engaged with the melody, which is huge. There is something that's interesting that I noticed with this album that I, I I think it piggybacks off of what you're saying. Well, which is 
I love this style so much. It's usually an easy, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to like it. And, again, you just hope there's more to it, and I believe there is. What's interesting was my second listen through this album, I felt like I had listened to the album a bunch of times. Mm. The melodies really stuck with me, almost to the point that I questioned how many times I'd listened to it by that point. And I still listening to it. I feel like I know this album so well. And I'm probably 10 listens in or so. So by now I actually do. But like mm. the whole way it's like each track there's there's this weird feeling of like the album keeps progressing and I'm like I just I know this track. I know this track. There's no track that I'm like oh I kind of forgot about this track. Um each track feels memorable. Um, and I feel like it's the melodies that actually make it that way that she does a great job mixing just full voice with falsetto on the album. So she's kind of in and out of that through the album and she has a very strong voice. Um, but it just feels, it feels comfortable. There's nothing, there's not like a crazy weird melody out of nowhere that, Maybe I'd be listening one time and like, oh, I forget she does something really weird here vocally. Um, it's just very consistent, and the melodies stick with you. Yeah. So. All right, Andrew, is there anything else you'd like to say before we move on to favorite song? Um, I feel like just an overarching, like, this is her first album. Obviously, extremely happy with it, um, and just not positive that she can get better, but I'm looking forward to the fact that I think she will. Like, it's just, it's insane to think, like, this album is this good, and it's her first crack at a at a full-length record. Um, yeah, I, I feel like some big things are coming, and you said that early on. You're like, I think Hannah Jadagu's, like, the next thing. Like, um... Again, she shouldn't be this good this early. So that's just an overarching, like, job well done. Um, looking forward to future stuff from Hannah. Yeah, same here. All right. Do we want to do guessing? Yeah, I like I like when we do fun. guessing. Do you want to guess wanna first do, or do you want me to guess first? Do we want to do first half, second half? Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> you, you suck because you said you like the middle. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, I'll go. I'll go first half. It's nice that it's six and six. Yep. Are you first half? I'm also first half. All right. Well, I didn't say I'm first half. I said I'm said I'm guessing you're first half. Oh, you're guessing. Okay, so you guess correctly. Yeah. That's right. what I, sorry, that's what I meant when I said I'll go first half. I so, wasn't. Okay. I understand I how that was not, that was not clearly communicated by yeah. me. So now that you've narrowed down. Um, I'll say say time. it now. Great choice. That was my initial uh, favorite. But since maybe less than three or four, it's changed and it's now lose. I oh, think okay. lose is... Not only my favorite track, but it's like every time I get to it, I love that track. The The melodies are extremely, I don't know, just really good, really strong melodies. I love the, there's kind of just that like, 
I don't know the the rhythmic guitar um, mixed with the synth in the chorus is amazing. I, I just think that production, and then it gets kind of even crazier towards the end. It gets that it it swells and gets crazy big, and there's awesome guitar and synth parts. Um, I just it's such a good song. So, um, Lose is my favorite. All right. So now I have to guess your first and second half first, and then we'll yep. go. Um, well, now I feel like I have to guess second. So second half. First half. <laughs> okay. And I wanted to I wanted to guess say it now, so I'll guess say it now as well. One off. Six months. Six months, yeah. Yeah. And I think for me, it's partially because it was that like aha moment where I was like, oh, oh, wow, um, in terms of getting into the record. Yeah. But also, I think it, f- it features so many different things that she does well overall. Um, and so I think if there's like one song where I wanted to show somebody like say, hey, you should check out Hannah Jadagu, like yeah. here's this taste. For me, six months is that uh, taste to kind of get somebody interested. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. I think that's a great choice. All right. Well, if we have nothing else to say about this record, uh, we just, we hope that you'll listen to the record. We think it's definitely worth your time. And if you liked any of the bands we were comparing Hannah to, uh, we think you'll definitely like Hannah as well. Um, so thank you for listening Um, if you enjoyed the podcast we would love if you would subscribe, um, comment rate, all that fun stuff I forget all that you can do on podcasts all of a sudden, I don't think rating is is rating a thing? I don't know do whatever you can to help we would love that, Um, obviously it helps the podcast uh, move forward and you can also um, like us or follow us on socials we are on Twitter and on Instagram at LDL Pod, and you can even email us at listening at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and have a great day. seconds is an eternity, Andrew. It's like a third of the way to Mars.